Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. It certainly is, and with us this afternoon is the man himself, Phil Hoffman. How are you? Oh, it's great to be here. Good to see you again. Yeah, you've been I know. off jet-setting all over the world. You've been to Shanghai and you've been off cruising. Yeah, well, a little bit of both. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's been a busy time, but uh, we went up to Shanghai with Port Power, yeah. and uh, that was a great uh, four or five days up there. And then, unbeknown to me until about the last three week, couple of weeks before the departure, uh, a new ship was going to be launched uh, called Spectrum of the Seas in Shanghai on the 3rd of June. So the game was on the 2nd, right. and so they said, Phil, we know you're going to be in Shanghai, you know, with watching oh, the game. Oh. Can you stay up there? And so we had three more days up there having a look at the brand new ship, which they've developed for the... You know, the uh, China market up there, the Chinese market. But, um, Alan, I was impressed with the ship and, and I think I said at the end of the three days on board, I said, honestly, Aussies could travel on this and would have a great time. So it's another one of the big ships that uh, Royal Caribbean has brought out. And, again, in the summer months of uh, the China market, it'll yeah. be up there in Shanghai going up to Japan and uh, Taiwan and other places. And then in the in the uh, winter months of China, it'll go across to Hong Kong and do similar sort of itineraries okay. out of Hong Kong. So, again, available for the Australian market. And um, But I, I just love Shanghai. I mean, it's probably my eighth or ninth trip to Shanghai, three with, you know, Port Adelaide, but but uh, others that I've done on business trips and that. And it's just a fascinating city. And it's a, such a clean place. Is, yeah. You can't find a piece of paper anywhere. Is that right? It's yeah. so clean. And, and it, it's just a great, easy city. And when you think there's whole of Australia in one city, 25 million, 26 million there, yeah. and about 4 million that yeah. float in and out, um, it's magnificent. And the Puts weather, this place in perspective, Absolutely. It? <laughs> the, weather, the weather was fantastic. But just the technology and the place and everything else. And we stay, or I stay, at a, an old hotel called the Peace Hotel. It's its 90th birthday this year, and, and it's just okay. a fabulous place right on the bun. But what's something I did learn up there while I was there? All the lights come on at exactly on the bun, exactly at 7 o'clock at night. And they go off exactly at 11. And I said to the hotel manager, we're having a drink one night, cocktail party, I said... How does this happen? So it's all, you know, he said, it's all regulated by the government. They, you right. have no say in it. Right. You just have to have your lights coming on automatically at seven. I said, well, who pays the bills? He said, we all individually we pay, all the bills, pay the bills. Too. But we have to turn the lights on because it is a massive tourist oh, attraction. You're not just talking about street lights. You're talking about all, all, all the lights. All the lights in the buildings okay. on along the right. Bund, you know, yeah. for miles and miles and miles. Because one night we're walking back and it was about one minute to, to 11 and, and we're just walking back and lights everywhere. All of a sudden it went dark on us, you know. <laughs> I went, hang on, what's happened? And so, I asked him and he said no exactly at seven o'clock so one night after the football game on the sunday we're all staying there having a cocktail party on the on at the peace hotel yeah. on the terrace there with the hotel manager because i took him I, he's chinese malaysian chinese and i took him the football he loved the game he just loved it you know yeah, yeah. so i took him the game come back and then we had dinner together and he said well come on i'll show you out there at the bun at seven o'clock at night and when the lights came on and it was just fascinating but if anyone's not been to shanghai it's one Chinese city you should. I mean, you should go to the others as well. Yeah. But it's fantastic, and it's serviced well by airlines out of Australia. Um, you can catch the train from Shanghai back up to Hong Kong, the fast train up to uh, Beijing, um, and connect up there and have time up there. So a lot of our uh, supporter base that went up with us on the packages all stage, you know, probably okay. 65, 70% yeah. stay and do other things. Yeah. You know, they go to Xi'an to see the Terracotta Warriors. They go to Beijing. Some went as far, far as Japan and to Japan as well because you're so accessible there and, mm. and you know, flights... Are, you're in the but, middle of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you're in mm. Shanghai, you're only four and a half hours on the train from Beijing, so you jump on the fast train, you're mm. there. What do you think of Beijing? 
Uh, it's not my favourite city. It's a big it's city. Big. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a big city, but it all works, you know. But it reminds me a lot of Canberra. It's you know, it's government orientated. Right, yeah, so okay. much government yeah. uh, administration. So there's there. no heart to it. No heart. Whereas mm. Shanghai's got heart. Mm. Shanghai's Shanghai would rate with New York and Paris and London and those places that you say, gee, it's got a beat. It's it, it you know, it's it's got energy, and Shanghai's got that. And some of the best. Alan, some of the best restaurants and really? uh, yeah. uh, bars you could go to and that. But you need your credit card when you're buying wine. It's not cheap up there. Uh, food is. Food's good. Food, uh, fantastic. But, yeah, when you go to some of the sort of uh, restaurants like M on the Bund and 3 on the Bund and the others, uh, you know, the wine is, is, is more expensive. But so is all of Asia wine is expensive. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. so where you might be a two-bottle uh, drinker with your, with your group, you know, uh, at night, you come one, one bottle. Oh, <laughs> Much, is it? So, what would have bought you say a, a fifty dollar bottle here? What would that be? Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Okay, it's not yeah. ridiculous, but no, it's a hundred dollars. No. But and you look, you just know that, so it's no use complaining. No, okay. uh, you know, it's like mm. people going to Bali and they want to buy wine up in Bali. Yeah. You know, or or mm. Thailand, you're paying. Mm. You know, the mm. duty and everything else on it. But uh, can I tell you, the government up there, our government, South Australian government up there, the, they were support doing a big thing on promoting Australian wines from Barossa, and they had some of the best wines, and I had a bit of trouble. Pulling Peter Williams away from the, <laughs> the, the function. Yeah, we because, know. We know that because he what, loves his wines. Yeah, he likes he says, his well, wine and his food. He said, "This is fantastic." <laughs> yeah. But uh, so there's a lot, a lot behind the scene going on with that yeah. whole event being you know, it's not just football mm. it's a lot of business exchanges going on um education you know uh, education up uh, we're up there trying again they're working with all the trying to get more chinese students down so it's a bigger thing than just the game mm. but but as a city as a destination to go and see i can just say put it on your bucket list it's fantastic uh, we were talking to pete about it last week and and uh, we, we discussed it is a, a pity isn't it that the crowd isn't in the grandstand that's on camera. Yeah, the absolutely. The crowd is behind camera, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So all the hundreds yeah, and thousands you're in the, of people yeah, are in the little, there. Yeah, you're in the entertainment yeah. centres and all yeah. that. But, they, but the organisation, each year we see it getting better and better as far as getting to the Oval in terms of that and getting away from the Oval with you know, being picked up by the coaches and all that. But, gee, it's funny. You feel like you're walking around, you know, uh, Port Adelaide or Adelaide Oval when you see all your supporters there, you know, all yeah. dressed up in their gears and all that. It, 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 it's fantastic. It's a fantastic experience. And I always say that everyone, whether you barrack for a, a team like Port Adelaide or whoever, St Kilda, it's an experience to go up there and, and be there and, and see it in Shanghai because mm. the stadium we play in, I think, was built in about 1932, so you'd swear you're walking into a, a Roman Colosseum, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but it's it's just fascinating yeah. to be there, you know, yeah. to experience it. Now, you mentioned that while you were there, coincidentally, Spectrum of the Seas was there. Now, um, uh, you would certainly recommend that uh, this is an opportunity to go to a Phil Hoffman travel outlet. Absolutely. Book a cruise on the spectrum, but also book an add-on where I actually get to go to Shanghai or what? Well, look around China yeah, before and, I get and on board. I went or after. with uh, the uh, national sales manager of uh, Royal Caribbean, who invited me there to. Say, and, and naturally, you go up there and you think, oh, it's been built for the Chinese market. It'd be only thing. But after three days on it, I said to uh, Peter McCormack, I said, Peter, I could sell this to this our Australian market. I could sell it to my clients because, but but the condition I'd attach to it is say, right, let's have three days or four days for them to fill and experience Shanghai yeah. and the Chinese market yeah. and the people and that, and then go on the ship. Yeah. I mean, the ship is, is you know, it's $1.6 billion US dollars to spend, so it's a beautiful ship. All the alternate restaurants, all the entertainment, everything else, and you felt so very relaxed on it. 
but also, you know, be able to go up to Japan with it as mm. well. And the mm. circuits they had, I thought, was exciting. But the Shanghai Terminal. Now, when they build a, 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 a sea terminal, they don't spend any spare any dollars. Alan is is first class, and and uh, it was fabulous. And so, it's same like you know when you go through Shanghai Airport, you know, the Pudong Airport is just out of this world. But you can fly anywhere. So again, a lot of people forget that we could also send you to Europe via Shanghai. So we could get you up to Shanghai, have a stop over in Shanghai, and then fly on to ports yeah, in Europe and all that. Mm. So you know, your, your, your big airlines fly all over that you can you use that. But we have some really great packages. But definitely, yeah, you know, I'd say three three to four nights in Shanghai, jump on the ship, experience uh, you know cruising out of out of Shanghai on on the newest ship that to Royal Caribbean. And I'd been on its sister ship, which was Symphony of the Seas in Barcelona the year before. So you start to see with the development going on. They have a family suite on board, Alan. <laughs> it's out of this world, and so was the price. But but it was fabulous, <laughs> you know. If I could afford to take all the kids, I would have. But the only thing I was worried about is there's a a, a slide, a slippery slide from the you know, where the kids sleep up thing to come down into the main dining room. And they wanted me to test it, but I said no. I, I thought I'd get stuck in it, so I didn't test that. But it just had every facility. What people forget, uh, Alan, about cruising with the big ships, they often say, "Oh no, I like the smaller ship." because I like a little taste of the luxury and this and that and the alternate restaurants. These big ships have all that. So right. you you can be, you, if you're, you're into luxury, you can have all the luxury that you ever want in, on these big ships as well. But if you're taking your family, it's even better because yeah. there's so many things for, for the kids at all ages to do, including the adults. But some of the shows, they had the Silk Road on an, in the, a theatre called 270, Alan, that it is mind-blowing in terms of the technology of what's going on with, with, with these shows. And in that room, with the computers and everything else that they're using, there's $12 million worth of technology wow. just in this one room. And that's just one of the sort of entertainment areas. So... The other thing I learnt was that the Chinese love karaoke, or you know, all the Asians <laughs> love karaoke, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of them can't sing. <laughs> they're like me; they're absolutely tone deaf, you know. And but you couldn't get a time in to, to have a trial. But uh, Peter McCormack, uh, our at the National Summer's a rookery, he loved getting up there on the microphone. But I knew my limitations. <laughs> and um, you stayed, Alan. I stayed away stayed. from it. But I had to had to laugh because even in the daytime they'd go into this area, and uh, and I was sitting next door in the coffee shop. And I'm listening, I'm going, anyway, one of the guys that were in the coffee shop, he said, can we turn the music up in here louder to block up <laughs> that, that music point? because <laughs> it was so out of tune. But again, Spectrum of the Seas, and, and again, it's uh, it's yeah. just one of those great Royal Caribbean ships that people should put on their bucket list to try. But, but I just love the excitement that you could now sail out of Shanghai yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and go into Japan and other destinations. Now, look, you've got another announcement to make. Uh, uh, we, we, we talked about it a few weeks ago, actually. Matt uh, McLaughlin, uh, regular listeners will know, he's a... He's a uh, you've had him on radio before. Story. Absolutely, him, yeah. yeah. We actually, last time we spoke to him, it was D-Day, the anniversary yes, of D-Day. Yes. And uh, uh, we talked about some of the tours that are available through Phil Hoffman Travel. Um, it is a real bespoke experience, isn't it? Absolutely. We've got the ship the Pacific Dawn going out of Brisbane, 10-day cruise yeah. out of Brisbane, and Matt and uh, about a team of six historians from all different facets of uh, World War historians, you know, will be together, and they're having a conference on board to talk more about what happened in the Pacific War uh, and and the areas and what, you know, what the conflict was, you know, what happened and how things happened. So that'll be sort of coming from the historians, and then you're going to go on land and, and be walking through some of these areas as well. Alan, having done Gallipoli and the yeah. Western Front, mm. 
and experiencing just being there and how it moves you, but how much more you want to know about it and read it. This will be a wonderful experience for people who may have family, relatives and, and uncles and aunties, grandparents and that, who may have been involved in, in this area as well mm. of the conflict. Because mm. I had an uncle who was. And, uh, and and so it touches you when you start reading about it and just how, I mean, you know, had they gone much further than this, we were in trouble down here as Australia. So, so there's going to be a lot for them to go on. So it's going in August, I think August the 26th departure um, and uh, a lot of work's gone in to make this a very memorable experience to find out more about the conflict that happened up there but as I say you're going to have some of the best experts mm. talking mm. about it. Matt McLaughlin has done a, a wonderful job in terms of bringing together all this around the world not yes, just uh, in, mm. in New Guinea mm. but uh, you know as far as Gallipoli is concerned the Western Front and other destinations you know in uh, Malaysia as well so uh, you we're we're going to be with the best, uh, and it's one way of seeing it and, and sort of, you know, enjoying it, but also enjoying cruising up. And, and Papua New Guinea, the last couple of years, with the cruise ships, more and more of the cruise ships going there and getting in there, is man it fabulous. And that's the thing. It's so close. It's right on our doorstep. It's on our doorstep. And we're going to be able to go in with this tour and actually explore what really happened and, and I think that we that, don't know about. No, and I think this is a very safe way of doing yeah. it. My yeah. daughter worked up in Papua New Guinea at Port Moresby, or, or she couldn't work, but her husband was working there. And uh, I just didn't want to go up there, even though I wanted to see the kids i just have not liked port uh, port moresby and that because you hear such yeah, terrific stories mm. but where they're going on the ship and the, and the safety factors and everything that's built in there's no problems at all so it'd be really great but uh, as i said uh, it's a great way of understanding more and i i you know i'm not a war person but can i say that since having visited gallipoli probably eight ten times and standing on those beaches you keep questioning yourself mm. same with vietnam yeah, alan exactly. you know yeah, uh, how yeah. would we how would i have handled yeah. it would I have been brave or have been a coward or whatever or, or got try to get in charge of transport or you know whatever yeah, but yeah, you know yeah, but you just yeah, think about that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you just think about what these guys did and how they lived for years up there you know mm. so it's going to be a great trip mm. and look it's an 11 day cruise uh, aboard the four star pacific dawn but here's a here's another little uh, uh, plus the the uh, three day conference will actually be emceed by uh, chris masters yes and you'll know that name from four corners yeah now i know chris i've worked with Chris for many years, that will be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. That will be absolutely yeah. fantastic with yeah. him uh, in the chair running, yeah. running proceedings. No, and and, and, the, and as I said, the knowledge these people have yeah. and be able to do that. I went on a rugby uh, cruise like this where, again, you had some of the experts. Alan, I can't get over how much they can recall from a game yeah, know, 20 no, years yeah, ago. The Wallabies <laughs> played the Blacks and what yeah. happened, you know, yeah. and the, yeah. same with cricketers and, and that. 44th talking. minute this yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, this know. happened, you know, and you go, and I think it's the same with historians because yeah. this is what they do. This is their job, and as you say, Chris Masters, you know, you can't get any better than that. So it's, it's going to be a great experience. So if people want to find out more about it, um, we can give them links into the videos on, on the on the program. Yeah. We've got the brochures and everything else, so just go to any one of our offices and, um, you know, it, it'll, it's all going to happen from there. Fantastic. Uh, now, have you got a cruise deal of the week? Because we know you, you know, you've, you're a bit of a fan of cruising. Well... I'm going to hold it. You're going to hold it? Because right. I'm going to introduce our guest. All right. So I'll take, tell All right. you what, we'll take a quick break. Okay. And give uh, people an opportunity because to uh, catch their breath. I've got some from one of her ships that she's going to love to. Fantastic. That's coming up. Stay with us. Also, any questions for Phil? He's the man. Uh, 8223 0000. 
The Phil Hoffman Travel Team will be in the 5AA Travel Lounge between 2 and 2.30 today, taking your calls off air. Phil Hoffman Travel's experts can give you the best advice on where to go, when to go, what to see and how to get there. Whether you're planning your trip by plane, ship, rail or road, the 5AA Travel Lounge is where you need to check in. Call the Phil Hoffman Team between 2 and 2.30 today. All calls are answered off air. Call 8419-1473. That's 8419-1473. Phil Hoffman Travel and Princess Cruises are delighted to announce the release of 20 new cruises in and out of Adelaide. In 2020-21, three magnificent ships, Majestic Princess, Sea Princess and for the first time, Sapphire Princess will sail from Adelaide. Cruises range from 2 to 19 nights including round-trip sailings from Adelaide to Tasmania, New Zealand, Fiji and more. Cruises start from 3.29 per person twin share. Get in quick with Phil Hoffman Travel. Visit pht.com.au. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. And it's 11 minutes away from 2 o'clock. We are talking travel with the man himself. Phil Hoffman Travel is with us. And uh, we've got a special guest in the studio with us as well, Bell Osmick, who uh, is with uh, Azamara Club Cruises. Hello there, Bell. Hi, Alan. Thanks, thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for coming in, uh, Phil. Away you go. Well... You know, we know this man. He hates cruises. In fact, <laughs> look, this is what we got for Phil when we, we knew he was coming in about cruising. <laughs> it so says it all, doesn't it, Phil? And, 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 yeah, absolutely. And Bell represents one of my favourite cruise lines. And uh, I've probably been on Azamara ten times. Okay. And uh, we did a lot of charters with Azamara. So we had uh, up to 35-day charters at uh, times, uh, Alan. And uh, we did uh, the 100th anniversary of Gallipoli with uh, Azamara as well. That's one of the most, you know, some memorable trips I've done in terms of thinking about Gallipoli and everything else and how how it moved us all on the ship, including the crew. And, And it was fantastic. And this year, I was fortunate enough to go to um, Cuba on Azamara. Oh, you, that's how you went the there. And did the nine-day cruise yeah. around yeah. Uh, Cuba. And I have not stopped talking about Cuba. And Mr Trump has just <laughs> stuffed us up in the last <laughs> oh. two weeks, which, you know. And last night, and this is how close we are with Azamara, Alan. Last night, I was talking to one of their great captains, Captain Johannes Tessi, who uh, is Norwegian but lives in America, and he was en route to pick up the ship on July 1 uh, yeah. out of Oslo for their Norwegian cruise, and he's been trying to get me to come over there with a group, <laughs> and I just can't fit it, the timing in with the, with that. But anyway, he was in Brussels on a stopover wanting to get through to Bergen, mm-hmm. and we talked for about a half an hour, and he said, look, you need to talk to Bill. We want to arrange something when I come over in uh, February next year. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm on radio with Bill right, tomorrow. There you go. So how good is that world. timing? It world. is, and we were talking to them about that transition because this is the first time the journey is going to come through um it does miami panama canal up to la and it's the first time that he's going to captain through hawaii and tahiti on its way down so it's a really different transition to what we've done before um but then gets to the local area in around february next yeah. year february yeah. about the, the 20th or whatever yep. that. now a lot's going on with Azamara, you've had some big changes it's a very uh, in exciting terms time. of uh, new 
branding, new mm-hmm. logo, and something exciting that I think our listeners should hear from you that's Absolutely. happening as far as all the land destinational mm-hmm. stuff is going on. So we have changed um, a little bit of the entire identity of the cruise line. We are no longer Azamara Club Cruises. We are Azamara, which I think ah. ties in really well that we have for so long been destination focused. It's been about doing overnights, staying later in the ports. Now our guests with our new land program, so it'll be Azamara looking after land and sea they'll be able to cruise with us, get off in one port, do a two to three night stay, um, kind of a short mm. excursion on land, and pick up the ship at another port. Oh, really? So it won't a- just be And we've had a lot of stays. listeners ask that question, Alan, you know, yeah. about that. And I said, well, you can't, you know, you've got to keep going. And when mm-hmm. I read that, I thought, wow, this is exciting because, yeah. you know, we're, they're modifying and listening to their, their audiences and our, our audiences. Yeah, and there's so some I think parts of the world, like when yeah. we get so close to some of the wonders of the world, but cruising, it's more than a day's trip to get to sort of see some of Mm. these destinations. So now with the land program, they're going to be able to cruise, see the land destination for a few nights and come back and continue their cruise with us. So it'll be all part of one package. Um, They'll still be pre and post, which we've been really great at. Um, So you'll be able to do South America with us and add on a five-day trip to do Machu Picchu as well Mm. Um, Mm. or the Ignazu Falls over in Chile. There's some really amazing landmarks, um, but now some city stays as well. So you'll be able to do Paris three-day in Paris post your cruise. So. That's the best, best, uh, you know, best it's combination, a, it's, isn't it? It's a combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a wonderful really combination. Yeah. And I probably would have loved to have done that in Cuba, you know, yeah. is uh, yeah. got it, landed in Havana, yeah. you know, and then yeah. done a land tour, so more time, and then yeah. got on the other end and picked up the ship at the end. Yeah. But, I mean, the great thing about Azamara is um, they're only small ships, Alan. They're only 680 passengers. Mm-hmm. I just love it because you get on and within a... Sh- 24 hours, you know most of the yeah, crew, yeah. or they know you more yeah. than I probably I know them, and they just make you feel so welcome, including, and one of the things when we came back from the first charter I ever did, and I was raving about Azamara, and they said, Phil, what made it? Why are you raving about it? And I said, the captain, the hotel manager, the cruise director, everybody is involved in making sure you have a great time. Right, okay. And they are very visible. And when they have the white party at night oh, on one of the ships and during the middle night. of the cruise, the captain is on the barbecue mm-hmm. or giving out ice cream and whatever. <laughs> the hotel directors are fighting to see who does the best dessert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a big competition. And, Alan, you don't see that on all the ships. No, and no, I often no. get annoyed with that because having now experienced Azamara, I expect it on the other ships and often yeah. you don't see it. Yeah. And I go, but it had such a, a taste. Uh, you know, and now you have uh, such a feel about it. But now you have people saying, "Well, what is where is Captain Johannes on?" You know, and you look <laughs> yeah. at his journey, go, "Well, he's yeah. on that or there." Now I've got some great clients getting on July one, and what why he rang me was I had sent him an email and saying I've got some beautiful clients uh, booking through Hyde Park. They're getting on on July one, doing the Norwegian cruise, which is one of your favourite cruises. Mm-hmm. He said, "Out of the best cruises in the world, one is is going from Sydney to up to Hong Kong. Yeah. The other one is the Norwegian Fjords, and because he's Norwegian, but he has his friends up there. Sydney, Sydney North to Hong Kong is one of his favourites. Yeah. And he said, and, and, and when he talks of harbours, he said that rates as one of the best in the world of all the harbours he's done in the world. He rates that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I, I emailed him, and then he came back last night and said, "Don't worry, Phil, your clients are going to be looked after." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's such a touch, a nice touch, yeah, Alan, to be able yeah. to say that even to your clients. Look, I know the captain, you know, and I, I know them all. Now, tell us also, Pursuit is your third ship that you've just it gained is. in the last six months, mm-hmm. nine months. Absolutely 
$30 million. Uh, it's beautiful. I mean, it's a sister ship, so it is identical to the R-Class ships we already had as my quest and journey. Um, the only difference that we brought in when we brought out Pursuit, we actually changed Deck 5 and added a new space called the Den, which is this beautiful lounge bar. It's got the grand piano in the middle and it's extended kind of the social area on Deck 5. Um, and that, so you took out the casino. We took out the casino. Yeah. And the reason we did it is we're in port till 11pm most nights. We stay overnight. Don't we were opening a casino like one hour a day or mm. one day a week. That was it. Um, so now the Asmar Quest and Pursuit both don't have casinos. Um, we've changed that on the Quest and the journey will go into Dry Dock next year and we'll remove the casino there too. Um, but the Pursuit coming into the fleet has meant so many more itineraries for us. The one thing that Asmara does, Alan, is it doesn't repeat an itinerary. So once we've been somewhere, it would take us 18 months or so to get back to get again back there. when mm. we had just two ships. Now with the three, we're getting to some of these places a little more regularly, yeah. um, but we're able to explore a little further so we've added Hawaii, we've added South Africa coming up. Oh, that, those I'm African so itineraries. Those. Some of the itineraries coming down the west coast, uh, Alan, mm -hmm. of Africa, and a lot of. Lot from of people, Lisbon yeah, down from Cape Lisbon Town. down to Cape Town, and then mm -hmm. Cape Town up to Durban. That's some beautiful itineraries, stunning, stunning itineraries. That, and uh, some fantastic land. We're doing all our land in South Africa with Mercado Safaris. So it's these beautiful five and six day trips with anything you could think of that you wanted to see in Africa will be included. Oh, now, Bell, I'm going to ask you a really loaded question. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh, I'm Tense ready. Up. Tense up. <laughs> Is there going to be another world cruise or part of a world cruise? Because you, I'm waiting. I'm. So, <laughs> I've got the pen. I've got the checkbook. Self-interested. Now, with the world cruising, Azamara being that we're under 700 guests on board, we are quite popular for people to charter the ship. Yep. Um, and in cruise language, when you charter something, somebody has purchased that ship for an entire cruise. As a business, we're not going to say no. <laughs> if you'd like to purchase one, you can. Um, so what we have done instead of a particular world journey is added in 13 grand voyages. So these are continent to continent. Um, there is one from Athens that goes all the way down to Sydney and then the one I mentioned coming up that starts on the um, 19th of December which is Miami to Sydney as well. Yep. So we've got a few different ways around the world that are four and five cruises um, but nothing just yet okay. that's over okay. the 100 yeah. days. Because you've got a, a, we've got a lovely one we just sent out recently, the 46-day one going, I think, from Athens up to yes. to um, Norway or Bergen or yep. one of those going places. Right around the Beautiful top. itinerary. Again, putting back-to-back -back mm -hmm. cruises. Yeah. And I always yeah. say, Alan, people often say to me, oh, I think I might only do seven days. I said, wasting your time. Because just as you're unwinding, you're getting it's time off. time to get off. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Whereas 14, 21, whatever. And uh, I, and I, we, when we did the charters, we had two 35 days back to back. We had uh, something like, I think it was 25 people that did the full 72 days, 75 days. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said they'd all do it again because really? it's, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. and I met some yeah. clients when I was in Cuba on the, on the ship with the captain at a dinner and they had done the 108 days from Sydney to London. Oh, yes. And mm -hmm. I said, Tell me about it. And they said, it's just fantastic, Phil. Just to, you know, you, you, the ship... That's is, a long time, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah it is. But, but Alan, you're seeing you know, nearly a new destination yeah, every day. Yeah. And when you're not, you're having a good time on the ship. I, I think, you know, I always say to people, if you if you can enjoy yourself with uh, people and your wife or partner or whatever, <laughs> you get into what I call the rhythm of a ship yeah, 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 and you yeah. just relax and enjoy it. Mm. And I've had clients that have done 108 days. Now, my sister, normally when she goes on a cruise, after three weeks she misses all the family family, the dogs, everything else, <laughs> wants to come home. Mm -hmm. She did a 50-day one to London and got in London, rang me and said, 
can I stay on and do the rest of the trip really? you know, around the world? Yeah. And I said, yeah. no, you've got to come back and do some work for us, you know. <laughs> uh, and so I saw, you know, herself like that, you know. And what she was saying was that they formed the choir on, on board the ship. They were meeting every second or third day, having choir practice. She said it just brought people yeah. together. Yeah. That she never... like, you know, you're part of the neighbourhood, yeah. aren't you? It's yeah. a community. Yeah. Like it's the, the, the yeah. number one piece of feedback, and Phil touched on it already, that we get from all of our guests at SAIL is about how interactive the crew is and how they get to know everyone. But we get a lot of feedback from our solo travellers that when they sail on a ship of this size, they get to meet like-minded people. Mm. They've got someone mm. to have a coffee with every day. They've got people to have dinner with because there's other solo travellers as well. So when you're on for two, three, even more cruises, you do feel like a part of the family. And the crew really looks after you as well. Alan, you asked me about the specials mm. in front of you yes. as Amara. Three of them hit my desk today. Have a look at those for itineraries and specials coming out that are still available for people to uh, jump on. So we've got Japan and China. We've got Pan Panama Canals over Christmas. Yes. How good would that be? Amman, Egypt, Egypt, Jordan. And we're talking from $7,000, dollars Yeah. Some hey? great stuff there. Not bad, is it? No. Yeah. And when you see those itineraries, when you... yeah. I, my hardest job, Alan, is sitting at my desk. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and staying in the office. It's staying in the office <laughs> and look at those it's itineraries and brochures and I go, no, I mustn't get carried away. I've got to stay, you know, here in the office. But, you know, you just look and you fall in love with them because the, the new it, itineraries all the time, everyone's dreaming up these new itineraries and they just, you know, you go, oh, my God, I've got to do that one or, or look at that. You know, and you look at the one in Egypt and all that. What a great way of seeing some of those parts of the, world. Part of the world. And your, and, your, and your ship is your floating hotel. Yeah, and uh, so there's uh, up to 30% off uh, the, the, the regular fares here. Yeah. So get into your nearest Phil Hoffman uh, travel outlet sooner rather than later because they're not going to last, uh, not going to last at those those. Places. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is people uh, don't realise, they think they can come in last minute and get on and you can't. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to get into Africa late this year, mm -hmm. could not get a berth. And I thought, well, right? hang on, yeah. I know all the right people. But yeah. can't if, get you can't, if he can't get in, no one can get in. Some of them are the repositionings. Yeah. It happens once a year. Yeah. Once yeah. a year we do that particular Western African itinerary, and it is March. We've got five categories sold out already. Yeah. So it is. Sometimes if you see something and it's on the bucket list, you've got to book it. All right, get in now. Uh, we've got oh, to go. You've got to ring the bell on me, Alan. Yeah, we, we, we can see them talk about this for another half hour. On Saturday mornings and Phil, I've got to ring the bell. Time's up. <laughs> Good on you. Lovely, lovely to see you. Uh, thanks uh, for coming in, Bell. Thanks, Good Alan. to see you again. And Phil, uh, all the best.